This is Andy Thomas from the Masculine Journey Podcast, where we discover what it means to be a wholehearted man. Your chosen Truth Network podcast is starting in just seconds. Enjoy it, share it, but most of all, thank you for listening and for choosing the Truth Podcast Network. This is the Truth Network. She looked at my palm and she made a magic sign. She said what you need is love potion number nine. Welcome to the Christian Car Guy Radio Show. I say this calls for action, and now. Cause I love, I love the new car smell. The new car smell. I held my nose, I closed my eyes, I took a drink. I didn't know if it was day or night. I started kissing everything inside. Love potion number eight today on the Christian Car Guy Show. <laughs> Throwing a little <laughs> wink at you there. So, yes, love portion number eight, Bill, on the ultimate new car smell today on the Christian Car Guy Show. So, you've never thought about how. These love potions get numbered, but I have a I have a sense of that today that I think we'll put together for you. Wonderful. Excellent. Yeah, yes. <laughs> so what you heard there was the searchers from a wonderful song from the 60s. Do you remember that song, Bill? I do. I remember it well. All right. And so we, um, we're very excited to bring to you some new car smell tips today that maybe you've never heard before. Well, I need those because I very, very, very rarely buy a new car. <laughs> I said, the used car lot down in Fayetteville I'd go by every year. It had a big sign that said, everybody drives a used car. And after seeing that sign, I always had a hard time putting down the money for a new one. Well, I understand. But we have... We have a few secrets Ooh. that we're going to share that I've never actually shared on the air that we used to, you know, attempt to as we recondition our used cars. There's a couple little things you can do. Of course, the thing you've got to do first is get rid of the stink. <laughs> I remember you talking about pulling one apart and spraying it down at the car wash. Good. Yeah. Yeah. That, oh, yeah. We did that, too. I can tell you that, that, that was part of it, how you get rid of the stink, because there's all sorts of ways to do that. And obviously, um, those fit in sometimes to air conditioners. And so as we're talking about air conditioners, we're hoping today, besides all the new car smell and the other places we're going for you, is that we can save you a little on gas. Because the air conditioning usage, especially at this time of year, a lot of people don't realize how to use it effect effectively. And because of that, they may not need it so much. So we're going to get to that. But um, you might have noticed... In love potion number nine, she said she was going to make it up right here in the sink. It it smelled like turpentine, and it looked like Indian ink. I held my nose. <laughs> I closed my eyes. I took a drink. You know, I didn't know if it was day or night. Did you, Bill? <laughs> I usually did. I started kissing everything in sight. Oh, if you know, if you think about it, 
if we had such a potion like new car smell, think about a potion like that. The struggle that I have is it takes nothing to diminish a new car smell. I mean, it, it like, you know, Let one the dog in for 20 seconds, like go to the beach, just, you know, one time that people get in with wet bathing, whatever happens, it, it takes nothing to diminish new car smell. And I don't know if you've noticed it, but you know, I spend all this time in the Lord early in the morning. I hope you do too. And you get to this place where you're just riding high. Your Jesus is wonderful. And I leave the house. I'm full of joy. I'm full of love. And then that phone call or, you know, whoever pops in my office or whatever in the world happens. And the next thing you know, Bill, you're not going to believe this, but I actually smell like turpentine and I look like Indian ink. <laughs> Maybe you need a better class of friends. <laughs> I'm pretty sure nobody wants to take a drink of what all that is. Okay, just saying. But there is hope. There's hope. And so I, I was studying, as you might guess, because I'm in that whole podcast series right now on the Song of Solomon in my never-ending quest to try to understand what is a statute, because, you know, I worked so hard on the 119th Psalm, and many, many, many times he said that, you know, he was going to keep statutes, teach me your statutes, and I thought, well, this is a really important thing to know. What is a statute? And so, as the more I've dug into that, the more I realized it's, co it's connected to something that's engraved in your heart and something that is connected to a song. Okay, because he Learn said, new things all the time around you. Thy statutes are a song in my house of the house of my pilgrimage. So, what better song to study than the song of songs? And as we study that, and we get down a little bit further in what we talked about last week, there is a potion that the beloved, that would be us, the church, mixes up, and she uses three ingredients that you're very familiar, Bible ingredients, you've heard of these, did at least two of them many, many times. We're going to talk about the first two first. We'll talk about the last one later in the show. The first thing she used was spikenard. And the way that that's, that says it, it says, is while the king sitteth at his table, my spikenard sendeth forth the smell thereof. And if you ever want just an amazing sermon to read, Spurgeon did a sermon on this that will literally blow your mind in fact, I have that in my show notes and my podcast. If you want to see it, I, I did a whole podcast on this verse. But the idea I want to convey right here is what Spurgeon said is the operating thing is here is that it's because the king of kings is at the table that if you take the coldest, most frozen apple tree in the forest, if all of a sudden the king is sitting there, the sap warms up, the leaves come out, it blooms and it blossoms, and then the fragrance goes forth. In other words, if we could really sit at the table, like when he stands at the door and knocks, and we would get at the table with him, then our spikenard, just like the woman in Luke chapter 7, right? Her spikenard went forth. But there was another ingredient to what she was doing. With, with You might remember she was a prostitute, and she was at the table with Jesus, and she took spikenard. But then... The next verse in the Song of Solomon says, a bundle of myrrh is my well-beloved unto me. And that myrrh, I don't know if you've ever studied it much, but it's an amazing substance. And the word myrrh is the root word of the word Mary, by the way. It has to do with bitter and mourning, and here's why. In order to make myrrh, what they do is they cut a myrrh tree. And when they cut that tree, 
it weeps sap. And that sap actually looks like tears as it goes down the trunk. Those who live out west at some point in time in their life, they know that pine trees, you often look at the side of them and you see these tears going down the side of the tree. Well, myrrh trees would weep these tears. Well, they just simply take the tears off the myrrh tree and they burn them over hot coals and you got the odor of myrrh. But it looks like what? Tears. Fascinating. Yeah. So I'm sure like me that you can see that here's at least two of the three ingredients into this love potion number eight. And the reason why it's number eight is for the letter that we are, you might guess that today's show is brought to you by the letter HET, which I love that letter because it's the first letter of the word statutes, but it means our union to God. And it's the miracle letter because the number eight is always connected to miracles. Well, the miracle is that Jesus did what he did (laughs) for us. And it was on the eighth day after the triumphal entry that he rose from the dead, and it was a miracle, okay? And so the number eight is why I'm calling it love potion number eight, and the idea of tears and myrrh are very much connected to that when, when you think about it. And, and so she was crying, weeping, wiping her hair on his feet with the tears, wiping his feet off. Now, if that's not a love potion, I'm just saying, you know, she loved much because she'd been forgiven much. That's what Jesus said, right? And, and so here's the question that I would really love for you to ponder with me today is what makes you cry? What makes you shed tears? 866-348-7884 is the number to call in and share that. But in my case, you know, I watched, they just put War Room on Pure Flicks. And I love Pure Fix, Flicks, and so my wife and I watched it. We'd, we'd seen it two or three times when it came out because I loved the movie so much. And, oh, my gosh, it was a tear fest. <laughs> I bet I, I don't even know how many tears I cried. It was interesting because the day before I studied this verse, <laughs> it was the day that Tammy and I had watched that. And I cried and I cried and I cried and I cried. And I thought, isn't that interesting That There's a lot of crying in that movie, if you remember, because a lot of people are surrendering their life to God. A lot of people are praying. You know, the whole idea of War Room is, you know, is is to get into the presence of God. And when you do that, you have a tendency to cry. You might remember in A Pilgrim's Progress, when Christian came to Christ, he weeped and weeped and weeped and weeped. And often as I get to hear, because I bet I've interviewed more than a thousand people and heard their stories Um, since I've been doing radio. And it's almost always accompanied with tears when you hear their story. But other than that, just recently, what made you cry and why do you think it did? 866-348-7884. Part of the love potion number eight is the idea of myrrh and tears. We got so much more coming up. Those new car tips, I won't let you down. You're listening to The Truth Network and truthnetwork.com. It smelled like turpentine and looked like India. I held my nose, I closed my eyes, I took a drink. I didn't know if it was day or night. I started kissing everything inside. But when I kissed the car, God, I'm very Love potion number eight today on the Christian Car Guy Show. The ultimate new car smell, something that would hopefully last longer. 
as we get closer to God and we can sit more at his table. Um, and we've been talking about that issue, but also we're going to get some new car tips on how to get new car smell back, maybe if it's something you're interested in, as well as some air conditioning tips for the summer and maybe some gas tips as it all fits into the same kind of equation. But the other thing is part of the new car um, smell slash love potion number eight that I've been describing requires tears. And so, you know, what makes us cry? I, I think it's a fascinating subject, and I would love to hear your take on it because I've just been thinking about it. I've been pondering it. 866-348-7884. You know, I don't have to think about my mother much who went to be with Lord a few <laughs> And I can cry, oh, my goodness. And, and almost similarly with my father. You know, those things, interestingly, will put me to a point of mourning. Um, but another interesting thing that will make me actually, and maybe you've heard me tell this story, that we went to see The Chosen. Uh, it was Christmas special. And I literally, when we saw the, the, the um, I think his name is Brandon Lake, he did a song called Gratitude. And my eyes literally gushed. That is the most I've ever seen tears come out in my life was when he played that song, Gratitude. And I don't know if I told this story, but I'm going to tell it again, that about three weeks ago, we had been praying and praying and praying that my daughter Mariah would get this job. She was um, just graduated from Samford University. She's going to be a teacher in the inner city, somewhat in Birmingham, Alabama, at a Christian school there is what she was hoping to get that job. And she hadn't heard back, and she hadn't heard back, and she hadn't heard back, and she was really thinking she wasn't going to get the job. And she said, Dad, I got, I, I did my last day of student teaching there, and I got in my car, and I was actually tuned to a secular radio station, and all of a sudden, somehow my radio miraculously went to the Christian station, and that song by Brandon Lake called Gratitude, she goes, Dad, have you ever heard that song? And I was like, well, yeah. <laughs> she goes, well, that song came on. And as I was just worshiping to that song, she said, that was when the headmaster from the school called me and told me that I'd gotten the job. And the tears came again. <laughs> and so I went and played that song a couple more times, Gratitude by Brandon. And again, the tears came. And so maybe for you, it's a song. Or maybe there's a particular scene in a movie. I don't know what it is, but I'm just, I'm wondering what gets touched inside of your heart that turns on the faucet. 866-348-7884, 866-34-TRUTH. Because clearly, this woman that day, she was with the Lord, and she had been forgiven much, and she's given him the most valuable thing she has, her spikenard, which that stuff was really, really expensive back then. And then the tears came, which are correlated to the whole idea of myrrh. And just like, oh, my goodness, there's, there's such a picture there. And I, I really, how about you, Bill? What makes you cry? You know, there's a Jewish legend that after the temple was burned down, that they had tear jars or tear vows. And there's a Jewish tradition where in the synagogue they capture people's tears because when the vial is full— Jesus was to come back, or the, the Christ was oh, okay. to come back. 
Well, and, and that's what she's talking about. Right. She says a bundle of myrrh, which would be like a wallet or sachet or whatever you want to call it. That was their money bag. And so a money bag full of myrrh, that's her tears. You know, when you think about it, they're apparently of great value. There's a purging, there's a cleansing that uh, you know, you've got a, a load you're carrying, a problem you're carrying, and you know, there's certain stages that you go through when you lose somebody. And once you get through that stage, once the, the tears have dried up, then you're into a whole new section of dealing with the situation. So there's a purging of getting rid of some of the, the inner concerns and problems you have. I would think that our heart gets touched when there's a problem that we're holding some guilt about and we're trying to process we haven't gotten to the point to effectively say, Jesus, you promised me to forgive my sins if they're repentant and that I'm sorry and I now feel clean. And there's a, a sense of cleanliness that comes with the tears too. Yeah, they're living water actually that come out. It's a spectacular thing. I can't see the lines lit up. I'm shocked. Somebody I thought would have something for me I was hoping but I'll give you the number one more time just in case you're feeling it. 866-348-7884. So as promised, you know, new car smell is something a lot of people are like, man, how do I get it back? What's going on? Well, for many people, they don't realize that one of the ways that they're – and my wife has a bad problem with this always. She has never managed the recirculation button on her air conditioner properly. And because of that, if you leave your car on recirculation, this time of year, anytime the temperature gets over 80 degrees, you have a button in your air conditioning system that may look like, you know, a big arrow going around in a circle that's telling you that it's going to take the inside air of the car and recirculate it, which when the temperature is over 80, yes, you do need to use your recirculation button. The problem with that button is if you keep recirculating the same air, it grows bacteria and mold, and pretty soon your car will smell like old socks. I can prove that, <laughs> especially if you live in a humid area like North Carolina. It will not take long. In a week or two, you can have gym socks smelling car if you leave it on reconditioning. So when you get your car in the morning or in the evening when it cools down, by all means, outside air, interestingly, kills the bad bacteria in the air and so by using outside air it's an it's a natural disinfectant that that as you switch your car over to taking outside air and bringing it in it automatically kills the bacteria which by the way when you first take off if your car's been parked if you've got it on recirculate it's going to just take the really hot air and burn the heck out of you so by all means, when you take off, always take it off or recirculate. So we got a few more tips like that. And hey, you've been thinking about it now. What makes you cry? What makes the, the faucet come on? 866-348-7884. You're listening to The Truth Network and truthnetwork.com. Number eight today on the Christian Car Guy, the ultimate new car smell that Jesus would 
provide to get us that really back to what our original design would be. Love potion number eight, I'm calling it. But, you know, we, we've been talking about the idea of how the, 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 the beloved in the Song of Solomon, she had the spike nard, which, again, if you, if you see the picture of, of the girl in Luke 8 who had anointed Jesus and then wet his feet with her tears, the, the picture is spectacular. And we got one more ingredient in love potion number eight we will get to here in the last segment. But right now, I just, I still would love to know for you, because I think a key ingredient in, in the uh, love potion number eight is tears. Um, at the, 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 because again, Jesus told the woman at the well, right, that, that, when you drink this living water, it's going to well up in you a spring, right, of living water. Well, tears, if you think about it, are living water. They have actual enzymes in them to make you feel better, like you said, to take you through mourning and, and all that kind of thing. So I'm still very, very curious. What turns on the faucet for your eyes? You know, there have been some miracles that have happened when I've prayed for something. And right after that, there's absolutely no doubt God was solving a problem. And there are a few occasions I can think of that that really turned the faucets on. It does. You have a sense like you're in his presence and and like, oh, you, you know, he is here. Oh, it, it, you know, he does care. Oh, wow. I should have known that. <laughs> you know, however that looks, I would love your story. 866-348-7884-866-34. True. So, during the break, Bill and I were discussing cabin air filters, which I'm not a big fan because well, to me, we we managed very well for years and years and years without such a thing. And now we just have another way for the manufacturers and dealers to make money by selling them. But no doubt you're right that they do collect particles and then they collect moisture. And so you get bacteria and away you go. Well, I bought a, uh, a gently used vehicle from your son one time that had a little bit of odor to it, and I did everything I could think of. And one of the things they always recommend is that you change that air filter. So between it's changing cabin air filter, right? Cabin air filter, and then some uh, dryer sheets. Right. To put dryer sheets in the area. In this case, the air went through the um, glove box. Right. So to put a few of the dryer sheets in key spots, which helped, uh, it, it helped about 50%. So there you go. That's that's another one of the ideas, and no doubt, getting things clean are are critical because most of the time you got smell, you've got bacteria somewhere. <laughs> and I can't tell you how many times there was spilled milk or you know French fries, whatever we found were the culprits. Oh my goodness! Because you know, if you recondition enough used car, you'd be shocked and how many things you find. So obviously, if you're going to get new car smell, the first thing you got to do is find out what the culprit of the bad smell is. And it would be really good, you know, if you could cry those away, however that were. <laughs> but while we're on the subject of recirculation and air conditioning, I don't want to move on without mentioning that, yes, during the summer, when the temperature is over 80 degrees, you do need that button pushed because you can cool your car off a whole lot faster and a whole lot easier with it on recirculating because it's a whole lot easier for the system to cool down 70 or, you know, or you know, 78-degree air than it is 95-degree air. The air inside your car is 78 degrees, and so if you're recirculating, it's cooling off the cooler air, and it does much, much, much more effective, and to the point where, you know, not a bad idea 
from my perspective, is to turn off the air for a period of time, especially if you're in town and you can leave your windows down. Because, again, it makes the car smell better. It's efficient. It's effective. And it's also fun from my standpoint. You can hear the outside world. And it's just a whole new world out there when you're actually sitting at a, at a stoplight and you've got your windows down. It's different. Like you're, you're connected more to what's actually that you're doing instead of looking at a screen or doing something, you know? Another thing I did was you can get a great big economy bag of baking soda, and I put boxes in the floor of the car with oh, a quarter really, inch of baking at, soda <laughs> and let it sit overnight three or four different nights. That helped another 25%. There you go. There you go. So, you know, one of the, the – to get to some tricks, I mean, they're just absolutely tricks, that when you think about it, what's going on – inside of um oh apparently what i did not know is that my stack isn't working okay so i don't i, I and so we do have phone calls it's wonderful 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 so i'm no wonder i couldn't think we didn't have any phone calls but i'm going to get to those tips here in a second but if we've got callers i would love to get them so we got kathy's from north carolina on line one kathy you're on the christian car guy show good morning kathy you still with us I am. Wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. So what do you have for us? Well, you were talking about how movies make you cry. Oh, yeah. This is an e easy answer for me. Every single episode of The Chosen, every time I watch it, and I've probably watched every episode at least eight times. <laughs> Isn't that, I'm right with you. I am absolutely with you. Uh, what a Are you a fan? Oh, yeah, and I can tell you that my producer – uh, he, he wears chosen shirts most of the time I ever see him. He, he's got all those different slogans, and, and I, they're escaping me right this minute. I'm sure he could tell you. But, yeah, we're, we're big fans, big, big, big fans. In fact, you know, I've had a chance to interview many of the, you know, uh, uh, different producers and all. Yeah, not cast members. I've never got a chance to do that. But, you know, Dallas and – and the other producers and stuff like that, I, oh, yeah. they, it's really, really, my idea is that they really have created something that feels like, like you're actually there, you know? Oh, absolutely. And, you know, it's crazy because I'll be watching it and I'll actually start crying before the scene comes up because I know what's coming. <laughs> Isn't that awesome? Well, did you go see the Christmas special at the theater? Uh, no. Uh, no, I didn't go to the theaters. I don't know that it was in my town. Well, it's but, um, it's on the app now, so you can you can see it, and uh, it's okay. got the it's got the music with it with Brandon Lake. But actually, they have that Christmas episode where you know Mary's having Jesus. So it's another yeah, opportunity. That one I've seen a couple times. Okay, yeah. all That's right. A, they show that at the end of season one, I believe. But yeah, it's um I have never I don't think I have ever seen anything as well cast, well set, well directed, well scripted. I mean, the sets are just spot on. Everything looks so genuine. The acting is, I mean, they cast it so well. I mean, there's not a person in there that's not exactly where they're supposed to be. Oh, it's it's so awesome. Well, the one I'm talking about, Mary has Jesus, but then she talks to, she she's talking to Mary Magdalene about the details of Jesus growing up, specifically when she did the Magnificat. And then Mary oh, takes that to Luke. I'm going to have to get that when I get home. It's, yeah, it's, it's the Christmas episode of 2021. So I'm just sharing that. It's an awesome episode. 
Thank you. I haven't even seen it on the app. Maybe because I hadn't scrolled down far enough, but yeah, because uh, it's, be it's under o- this afternoon. other features. Well, thank you so much, Kathy. God bless you. I appreciate you calling in today. Welcome. Same to you. Have a great day. I'm so glad that, I'm, and I'm right with you with that one. So moving along, we have Keith, my old friend, who I'm sure is in High Point. So Keith, you're on the Christian Car Guy Show. Good morning. Hello. Hello, Keith. It's great to have you here. I'm sorry we. Oh. For whatever reason, this um, that usually would show me my phone calls is not showing me my phone calls. Oh, that's all right. Uh, one thing that's brought me to uh, makes the tears flow is uh, since I had uh, medical issues five years ago to now is a uh, in my business. You know, you do your job and you just think, well, I'm just doing this, doing that. You know, no big deal. But uh, after I got out of the hospital a couple years ago, I saw one of my old customers in the parking lot, and he was a black gentleman. And he started to, I told him what had happened. I mainly hadn't told a lot of people what had happened to me. But I told him what had happened, and he, he started crying. And he said, you know, he said, you always used to make up, me and my wife feel so good when we came in there. You never saw color. You treated us just like you would anybody else. And as he's telling me this story about the way he experienced my at my business, you know, I was going into a store to go do some shopping, but after I said goodbye to him, I had to get in my car, and I just started bawling, and I just started praising God. I said, thank you, Lord. I, I thought for years I was just pushing the rock up the hill to watch it roll back down. <laughs> but... uh <laughs> That guy, and, and since i gotten out of the hospital five years ago, I've received a lot of compliments like that. And when I hear them, the first thing I do is uh, I thank God for them. I say, that is so God. awesome. That and, is, uh, wow, that's this, a, that was one I had not thought about, but just absolutely beautiful. Well, Keith, can you hang on for us through the break because we're fixed to go to one? And sure. we'll talk to you on the other side. And if you've got something that makes you cry, we'd love to hear from you. 866-348-7884. You're listening to The Truth Network and truthnetwork.com. They smell like turpentine and look like Indian. I held my nose, I closed my eyes, I took a drink. I didn't know if it was day or night. Love potion number eight today. New car smell, like the ultimate new car smell. And uh, when we left our hero, Keith, uh, we were talking about what makes us cry. And we would love to hear your. Um, you know, what touches you and where does that touch you? 866-348-7884. So Keith had told us this story about meeting this former customer. It was interesting. I, I was actually, Bill, having dinner with Adam Draper last night. And he had a very similar story. And I saw his eyes well up um, as he talked about a friend that had shared, you know, that he was a light to them, that he had no idea he had been. And I, I could see that, like, oh, my goodness, I got to be a light to somebody is is, an, a, is a beautiful thing, right, Keith? Where does that touch you? Oh, uh, it's it, all over. Uh, 
being a light to somebody that's a good way to describe it because I never thought of myself as being as such but since I've had to get out of my business and but people who my customers have been telling me these things it's just I go home or there's a lot of times I come home and I get on my knees beside my bed and I'm just start crying you know thank you lord i had no idea i had no idea i thought it was just you know it's it's as you say that keith there's something really really cool i got to share with you that after okay. this part with the with the spike nard and the myrrh and we're going to get to the henna in a minute then the jesus in the in the story of the song of solomon he he begins to say oh oh thou art most fair most fair of women right it was long before fairest of the all you know cinderella he starts saying how fair well that word fair in hebrew is a is yeah. a pay and a and a yud which guess what that is it's the light in somebody's face oh wow and and, and you know that light is a reflection of christ and and so you know he gives it to us through his love, and that's what makes us beautiful. Isn't that cool? That that's just his love for us is it, just if you think about it, and think about our lives and things we've done in secret that we thought, and things that we've said and done, and then knowing that we are how we are. He loved us enough to die for us. That's that's mind blowing. That that brings that can bring tears to your eyes every time. That's beautiful. And uh, it 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 does to me a lot. And uh, I might be feeling I'm still there's certain things still going on in my life. I sometimes have these little pity parties and all that. And then the uh, TV commercial will come on and show them children from the Shriners Hospital. Right, right. Yeah. And then the tears start coming again. I'm thinking, Lord, please forgive me, you know, for being these children. Are, they've got a whole life ahead of them. It's going to be a struggle. And and uh, here I am having a pity party for myself. <laughs> well, I am so grateful for your call, buddy. And I'm, and uh, I look, yeah. f- look forward to some more tears. <laughs> Thanks, Keith. God bless you. Have a Have great a weekend. Day. You too. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye. Okay. I've got John is in South Carolina. John, you're on the Christian Car Guy show. Good morning. Good morning. What you got for us? Well, my own sin, knowing my own sin, knowing that I don't deserve, that I'm not getting what I deserve from my own sin, that I am forgiven. I was able to talk to my mother yesterday and reconcile with her and give her the honor oh, wow. that she deserves, as I read Matthew yesterday. And her telling me, that as a child being brought up in the church, that she saw that light in me while I was in church and receiving the Holy Sacrament. And just your description of the harlot and her tears on Jesus' feet was enough to start my tears this morning. Wow. I'm in a spiritual warfare battle right now, and I need all the prayers I can get to get through it. I know my sin. I know I'm forgiven of my sin, but the battle still continues. Oh, I know. Well, let's pray right now, John. Jesus, thank you for John. I thank you for his courage to call us and to share this morning with so many of us, and all of us have all these dark spots 
But Lord, somehow or another, you knew all that and even more that we have yet done um, before you went to the cross for us. And yet you still you still did it and you still came after us. You, you still made us aware of your, of your presence and your love. And, and you put wonderful people in our lives like our mothers and fathers or maybe godfathers or other people um, to show us more about you. Lord, I pray that you would strengthen John. He would sense your presence because in your presence... Satan cannot hang out, so if he would just crawl up in your arms, however he can get as close as he possibly can get, Lord, we know that there the accuser can't get at him. I pray for that, for for his closeness and his holiness. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you so much for your show and your station. Oh, God bless you. Thank you for your courage to call in. That's great. It made my day, actually, John. God bless. Thank, Thank you so much. You made mine. Bye. All right. Well, we're going to try to get a few things in quickly. I told you that there were some secrets. Here's some car business secrets, okay? That leather, if you have leather in your car, a leather cleaner if you can, will bring out the smell of the leather, and leather makes it smell like a new car. If you got the rest of the smell out, whatever you can do to make the leather in your car smell like leather again, a lot of leather cleaners include things that actually make your leather begin to smell like leather again. And when that happens... You, you get a little bit of that. Well, here's a really unknown secret that not many people use is formaldehyde. Don't use much, just, I mean, just and, and cut it with a whole lot of water. But there's formaldehyde in carpets when they come from the factory. Yeah, exactly. Where do you get formaldehyde? You run by the, the, the <laughs> any biology. You know, a lot of people that are <laughs> dissecting frogs or whatever. You can find some formaldehyde. Don't use much. It's stuff as potent as as you got to really cut it with water. But the, see, there's a lot of formaldehyde in carpets, and when you smell it, you go, "Oh, I've smelled that before." Well, that's why. And and so just an itty bit. You know, that's the, the that one is. And then vinyl. You know, vinyl also has an odor. Clean vinyl has an odor, and there's all kinds of vinyl cleaners that are in there, But um, which all speaks to the last of the love potion we, we talked about. I wanted to make sure we got them all in there. We, we certainly talked about the um, spikenard, and we talked about the myrrh, but we did not talk about the henna, which is the last thing that the beloved mentions before, you know, um, he goes into the next section. And the idea of henna is it is exactly the same word in Hebrew as the pitch that Ark was covered with. And so essentially, <laughs> it's really a beautiful picture of what Jesus would do, right? But he covered us with his blood, right? And henna, in its own way, it's the exact same word as, as the cover that's over the Ark or the cover that was over it, it's 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 really a, a a fascinating thing that there where these grapes grow in just vast numbers in the in the vineyards of Engedi, they would harvest grapes like four times a year. That's how fast the grapes grow that year. And and you, when you think about grapes and wine and blood and all that's involved in that, you see this connection to these henna that they would use to to make those um, the the smell of which is covering everything else. So we stink. We do. With our sin, we, you know, we cried for that or whatever. And then he covers us, right, with the smell of henna. And, and, and that I haven't smelled it, but I understand it's spectacular. And so there you go. Something to think about as we go into the whole idea of new car smell. As far as uh, saving gas, just try to keep your windows down 
you know, as you're sitting at the stoplights. And remember, slow down. Jesus walked everywhere he went. That'll help you save gas, too. And, you know, got everywhere he needed to go. <laughs> Thanks, Bill. Any last word from you? Yeah, just uh, if you see a chance to make a difference in someone's life, remember, we're supposed to be a time of refreshing. And if you think about it, pray for David today. This is the Truth Network.